0: member please here, and welcome to the, the Spark, Spark Show, Show, where we got comedy, news, and two forgettable digs. With Sparks. You've got tiny wrists. Pike, Pike.
1: Hates French Toast, and your children. And you, the committee.
2: Yo, what up, fucker? To subscribe
1: now and become a committee member.
0: Let's rock.
2: That's what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, the old politician knuckles. You ever notice how a politician doesn't point at you? They don't do this. They don't wag the finger. They turn it inward and they point that knuckle at you.
2: You're right. Why is that? Yeah, because they're taught. Don't
1: it's not nice to point at people. People don't like be pointed at them because it feels like you're you're like, you know, scolding them. Right. So you're taught with your hand.
2: Use your knuckle. And talk like this. Mm-hmm. I always thought they just had some like, you know, hand disease where they couldn't open <laughs> their fingers on the way. That's not it?
1: Yeah, no, the hand disease is a byproduct of taking all this corporate money and this yeah. cash from these packs. <laughs> just arthritis. Yeah, you're just grabbing these this capital all day long. You're just grabbing it. You're like, mmm, give me your speech dollars. Yes, mmm, mmm, <laughs> please. <I'm> so good. <laughs> Sir, your hands, stop taking all that money. They're going to become locked in always. It's worth it, son. I must serve, as they say, over and over and over again. I am a public servant. That's why I'm getting continually rich no matter what.
0: I
2: had no idea they were that evil. Wow.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, if they're a politician, I would say 99% of them are pretty much pieces of
2: trash. Well, I thought they were great until your depiction there. Really opened my eyes. (laughs) Nobody's perfect.
1: Nobody's perfect. But you need a politician that at least gives a shit. You're right? I mean, there's gotta be a politician that cares a little bit about you as a constituent. It's so obvious, this fucking Ted Cruz, it's hilarious how much he does not give a shit. It's my favorite thing in the world. It's like, Ted Cruz isn't worse than all the politicians, he's just more open about it. He flies to Cancun during during an absolute emergency in his state, and he flies back and lies about, like, He's not any better or worse. He's just more dumb.
2: You know, he's just dumber about it. Sorry. Didn't he call a reporter an asshole or something? Did you read that? Like they asked him about it and he's like, don't be an asshole.
1: Yeah, because, (laughs) well, someone from his wife's mom's group leaked the text messages from their coordination of Cancun, their trip. So it's like one oh, of the close <laughs> <laughs> The family group text? Uh, yeah! That. Someone leaked that to the press, which is hilarious. He's, that's what he would say. Don't be an asshole. Like, <laughs> dude, you're <laughs> the asshole. <laughs> you are the one. You're a piece of shit. You're sworn. Ah, oh, what a piece of shit. Yeah, it's hilarious, though. Everyone's like, fuck Ted Cruz. I'm like, you realize that's what they're all like. They're just... They're yelling at Ted Cruz. They're like, dude, don't stop being so open about it. You know? right?
2: My favorite. His hair is really cool.
1: Yeah. And then he got that dumbass haircut. Oh, God. Things have really turned a corner already in 2021. I like it. (laughs) I like it. Well, if you uh, are warning, if we get political on this podcast, not really. No, that's non-financial advisor at Pike Taylor Radio. He is a wonderful man. Make sure you give him a follow on all social media. I am non-financial advisor as well. My chair just fell off. At Sparks Radio on all social media. Jump on there on Instagram because I'm giving out $100 of my stimulus money. Oh, my God, Pike. That's right. If you want 100 bucks, all you got to do is, yeah, it's gotta, you got to like follow and then you got to tag a person and then describe them as an emoji. That's what I did. I was like, I don't know what to do. Try this. It's my first time ever giving away money on Instagram. So I was like,
2: uh, sure. That's r- really good. Thanks. Really, Yeah. You should be a social media advisor. I feel like I'm crushing it right now. You
1: know, I could have gave better advice to Ted Cruz than I'm dropping my kids off in another country. And then I promise I'm flying right back. That was my plan the whole time. <laughs> Even though I, look, I brought a suitcase that's for seven days. <laughs> Just in case. (laughs) He's wheeling around a duffel bag like he's going off the basic training. It's like the funniest thing. So funny. Ah, Ted Cruz. Nobody likes you. Nobody likes you. I don't think anyone does. Zero people. Not a likable person. (laughs) Has nothing to do with political parties. Just a weird, weird, awful human being. My God. So funny. That's my favorite, favorite thing. The other favorite thing about Ted Cruz is, remember when he tweeted out porn? And then he blamed uh, his...
2: Kind of. He
1: blamed his... Ha, 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 guys. That was the staff person that accidentally did it. Someone on my staff tweeted that out. It's was like... Mm. kind of feel like that was, was you, Ted. Was it a link? A, a website video? Yeah, it was a link to a Pornhub video.
2: That's so good.
1: Do we know what the do we know what the video was? Yeah. What's his it, flavor? It was uh it was a woman watching another couple fornicate. And it was like a naughty teacher. It was like my professor seduced me while my girlfriend watched, or something like that.
2: Yeah. Okay. That's not the weirdest thing I've ever heard. No, 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 no. It could have been much worse. That's probably it what he's have saying. Really. It's like,
1: oh man. Yeah. That was Thank the first God. one I was watching. Then I went down the rabbit hole and I end up to a place where, you know, <laughs> you regret afterwards. You're like, what's wrong with me?
2: What did, yeah. What was I doing? What's going on with my brain? Yeah, once you're on like paid four or five, it's like, wow, what am I doing? What's got me here?
0: <laughs> Not just We're here four- right now, but in my
1: life. What did I do that has taken me... <laughs> taking my brain to go okay
2: that's interesting let's go into yeah. it the first the first 60 videos were they didn't quite do it no you know, we were really <laughs> no nope nope
1: uh, it's amazing how picky you can be with unlimited free uh look let's describe what the show is the show look it's a comedy show but we're also going to dabble in some financial stuff i got some financial stuff today because oh. I think we might be, dude. I called it. I think we might be, dude. I called it here on the show. Dude, I called it. That's right, dude. Tell me, I called it.
2: Maybe that should be. Tell a me segment. more about that.
1: I think that sounds like a segment. segment.
2: Yeah, I will like tell
1: you about that here. Here in a minute, once we get to the news that matters, and also we got a celebrity guest
2: on today, Pike. Oh yeah, yeah, Tim Harmston. <laughs> You're the guy who set oh. the interview. Of course, I would, I would know all about it, wouldn't I? Uh, Tim. <laughs> Tim Harmson. very funny man. He's from my part of the country, so we just yeah. we connect on a whole different level. And he's a big fan of my band. So almost everything about him is perfect. What would be not perfect about him? Like, I mean,
1: the fact that he's just a man and you can't put all your stock into a human because they'll,
2: they'll eventually betray and hurt you. I think he has glasses, so like his eyesight isn't perfect, but okay. outside of that yeah all the all the all the other the stuff you really care about, flawless, flawless human being,
1: yep, and you know what? Jesus,
2: Jesus approves
1: of Tim Harmston. so we're going to be talking oh. with him. should be a fun interview, actually, I know it is because we already recorded it <laughs> <laughs> Should be fun, we can be chit-chatting with him, but before we can get any of that, Pike, before we can do any of that, what was the last purchase you made that you sweated over? You know, you're like, ah, shit. Yeah. Last thing you bought that made you sweat about. You're like, ah, do I buy this?
2: Do I do this? Hmm. I bought these headphones as a second pair of nice headphones which I didn't think was you know, totally necessary. It was just more convenience because I didn't want to keep bringing my headphones from work to here to work. You know, I'm like, ah, let's buy another pair of headphones and probably don't need cheap ones. So let's get the really nice ones that the guy at the music store sold me on. So that was one where I'm like, man, I don't need to spend this much money on these. Then I started sweating. And he yeah. said, what, what's wrong? I know the feeling. You're like, what's wrong?
1: It's just yeah. headphones. You're like, no, 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 no. You don't understand, bro. Yeah, I'm buying something more going on nice here. for
2: me that's unnecessary <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> aren't you wondering why i'm paying so much for these huh? <laughs> don't you see don't you see how hard this is <laughs> he's like what what's up what, you're you just excited about these a minute ago
1: <laughs> yeah yeah you're really excited now you're shaking while handing me the credit card I don't understand <laughs>
2: <laughs> just dropping it
1: yeah what's going on you got some kind of low blood sugar i don't understand
2: <laughs> hang on is it, can we just wait fine i gotta call my bank I gotta, I gotta yeah i gotta talk to i gotta talk to somebody about this aka your wife i gotta call the bank hold on a yeah. second jay
1: is here he's watching he says i'm a cheap ass i don't like to spend money so i do that every time i buy something yeah jay me too and apparently same with pike which is good it's Because you work hard for your money, you don't have a lot of it, and when you do spend it, you want to make sure it's going to the right place you don't you're not, you don't want to be frivolous with your cash
2: right, but turns out, and this is I was a month ago I, I'm pretty happy about it. It's just nice to have a nice head set of headphones sitting right here.
1: are they the and same pair
2: as that you use at work or no? Nope, they're a little different. Uh, they were a little cheaper than those, but they're still very nice uh, okay. like for this, they're great uh we've been recording music, so I, I'll get like a a mix of our song scent and that's when you want to hear every little layer and these bad boys right here well they allow for that that's nice that's
1: wonderful yeah, that's good nice. I'm glad yeah. and they're comfortable Okay. you wear them on your face all oh, day oh yeah I love these
2: I love these big you know like uh, there was no better headphones than when you were a kid and you had to go get your ears tested in the theater or wherever. oh yeah oh yeah and they put those huge 30 pound headphones on your oh, fucking yeah. tiny little head oh yep. and they go and the old lady volunteers go All right, raise your hand if you can hear a beep. That was the most soothing thing. Something about that experience. It was almost erotic. Now I know what's on page four of your Pornhub search. (laughs) Old lady headphones. Oh, hearing test porn.
1: Jesus approves of that too, Pike. He's there. He's watching. And he approves. That's great. Hey, do me a favor. Can you, let's let's get the brand and model and make of those headphones that you like and you enjoy. And we'll put it on as an uh, affiliate link in the description. So if okay. anybody wants to buy one, we'll make a little bit of money. They'll get some good headphones.
2: Yeah, they're great. Sure, is what the brand is. Nice. And also my response to you asking if I would do that. Oh, thank you very much.
1: You know, my mother <sharp inhale> cut her finger on the microwave, like really bad. Like she was cleaning Uh-oh. it. And there's like this little metal face to the microwave, and she's like trying to clean underneath that, and like a paper cut, but with ah, metal. Why are you yeah, doing that? Why are it you was awful. The story. Awful, because oh, my dad goes, "Hey, careful! That's a sharp microwave, and that's the
2: brand of microwave." Oh, dad, dad, we got a bloody mess over here. And you're making puns. What the? <laughs> I was oh. like, "Whoa,
1: dad joke." That made me laugh. I was like, that's the best joke I've heard all 2021 so far. Careful. That's a sharp microwave. Like my dad doesn't matter who's hurt or screaming or whatever in pain or how much they love this person. He's going for the joke no
2: matter what. Like he's like, I see the opening.
1: I'm taking <laughs> taking this joke.
2: Oh, I hope your mom is okay.
1: She's fine. She's going to be okay. But my dad would be the one on the Titanic, as it's going down, he'd be like, looks like we got a Titanic problem here. (laughs) They'd be like, Jesus Christ, what are you doing? We're all dying of hypothermia. I hope you know that. You got it. And this pun doesn't make sense because it didn't become a Titanic-type exaggeration until after it went down.
2: Yeah. It's just
1: the name of a normal boat.
2: (laughs) Why why are you joking about it? You know, he's like, ah, don't worry about it. We're all getting on, on these boats. We're gonna be fine. Well, I got bad news for you about who they're letting on the boat. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Won't be joking once you're the only yeah. What did you say about Titanic not being named Titanic? I, I would imagine that? that, you know, Titanic was it named the Titanic just
1: because it was a huge boat, or did the did the the exaggeration of like, oh, God, we got a massive problem come because of not a, like the massiveness of the word Titanic. Right. Which is what Titanic means. Yeah. Did that come I, after I, the name was the word before the name of the boat? Did they name the boat? Because there was a big boat Titanic okay, or I got what you mean. I got it. I would imagine. Maybe I'm dumb. I'm, I'm going to go with the latter. I'm going to go with I'm just stupid. And that was a word before boat name. <laughs>
2: You know, yeah. That's what I would lean to as well. But I only, all I know about that ship is what I was in the first two hours of the movie. Because I don't think I saw the end. I don't think I ever saw it. You stuck didn't? Around. I'm just realizing because they released the alt- alternate ending. Did you see that? Where the old lady, you know, at the end. And I'm like watching this going, I don't think I've seen any of this. I don't really remember the old lady. Does she get arrested?
1: I hope she gets arrested.
2: Yeah, in the alternate ending. For they, murder. They arrest her.
1: There's enough room on that damn door for two people, and she just confessed that she let him die. She let Jack drown when she could have saved his life. She murdered him.
2: Yeah, she was pretty self selfish. But here's the other thing. Doesn't it kind of seem like she's making it up? Like that never happened? To cover her story. Well, she had the jewel, right? She had the heart, the r- ruby yeah. heart or whatever. The heart of the ocean. That was the alternate ending because in the real movie, she throws it overboard and nobody ever knows she had it. But in the alternate ending, she shows everyone like the, the film crew and they start like playing keep away like, oh, give me that. Give me that again. Nope, nope, I got it. I got it over here. And then she throws it behind her back and it goes into the ocean. That's a pretty cool. Ending. It's really it's it, it's very awkward. Then the guy goes like, "Come on, lady." <laughs> <laughs> Why the hell did you do that? <laughs> <It's> so
1: dumb. <laughs> Dude, I saw that movie in theaters. I went because I wanted to see uh this girl wanted to go see it with me. It was, you know, I came out I I I didn't come out. Uh I haven't done that yet. But uh <laughs> I was like
2: how the, hell? the movie theater you? The movie
1: came out when I was, I think, 12. Oh, okay. And it was PG-13. And so, it was me and I think six or seven other people went and saw it. But this girl was like, oh, I want to go see it with with Matt. I want to go see it with Matt. And this is the first time any girl has ever it, said that. And so, I went to the theater. I sat next to her. There's a bunch of other kids around. It turns out she never said that. I was just being what? lied to. And then oh, the no. kids at the end of the row were shooting spit wads at me the entire three hours of the film. It's when I was like, how long is this movie? Oh, God. How long is this movie? You're right. There was, oh, it's three hours long. And I was like, oh, no.
0: What?
2: That's a really <laughs> sad story. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was getting spit wad shot at me for three hours
2: during the Titanic. I <laughs> I chose to go see the longest film with bullies. <laughs> yeah, so the the whole thing was a ruse just to get you there to, A, like, you know, hurt your feelings that this girl never actually asked. Yeah. And then you're like, what? What a bunch of dicks. What a bunch of dicks. Yeah. Who's there dicks. with me? Who? GT
1: Bulls and the same guy who gave me that box of just the Game Gear box, but no Game Gear inside. This guy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hate him. Hate him. Not cool. Well. Not cool, bro. Not cool. Sorry. I'm finished. We'll land on that incredibly sad note.
2: Hey, let me ask you this. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Sure. At what age were you your most trendy, fashionable, stylish? Present age? Current? Right now? Yeah, I'm pretty you're, sure comedian Max Barth
1: we had on the show said I dressed like normcore. I feel like I'm in. I don't. Yeah. That's I feel a made like, up board, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know, man. I I feel like I feel like you know fashion is cyclical. Like soon we're all going to be like smoking corn cob pipes and
2: Uh well, I read today that the reason I brought it up is that cargo pants are apparently popular again in like the hip hop community. And of course they're the ones that are setting a lot of the trends. Cargo pants. Yeah. Big ass fucking pockets. So that, yeah, you're right. Cyclical. It all comes back. It all comes back, man.
1: And I feel like if you just wait around long enough, a baseball hat and a hoodie is going to be the style. It's just, it's just like, man, you got to just wait for fashion to catch up to you. You don't try to, everyone's just trying to chase fashion. Okay, and I did that. Did I wear super baggy pants? And uh, yeah, but I never frosted my tips. I never, the most I've ever done to my hair is I used to put gel in my hair when I was a kid. That was a bad idea, but that was it. Everybody did. I never, a ton of it too. Yeah, a ton of it. And I never, I never was trendy. I was the kid getting spit wads shot at me during the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> I'm king of the world! Oh, God, what is going on? Stop it! Yeah, that whole thing. That was me. I was never the trendy
2: kid, period. I guess. I'm I'm glad you brought that up. I haven't thought of spit balls in 20 years. Yeah. That? that was a big yeah. thing. Always yeah. spitting little pieces of your straw wrapper.
1: Yeah, that was the thing. They were planning on this, dude. It was an ambush because they had like a whole stack of napkins, and then they had the straw from their drink from the movie theater. And it was. Fuck. I've never wished death on a group of kids more than right now. <laughs> I hate them for you. I don't even remember their names. Don't worry about it. They're they're all dead to me anyway. Yeah, it's fine. Good. Good. I'm sure they're doing very poorly. I, Bad job look, or no. I'm proud. They're probably sitting in their parents' basement right now, fucking unemployed losers. So,
2: (laughs) jokes on them, you know? Exactly. Look at you now. I know.
1: See? (laughs) What about you, trendiest? You were trendy. I can tell. I can just tell that you. No way, man.
2: Oh, in our high school, everybody wore the same shit. Nobody was trendy, and if you were, if you wanted to be trendy, you'd get made fun of. Like, <laughs> you, you you had to wear jeans, the same fucking jeans everybody else wore, and just like an assortment of American Eagle shirts, which I, oh, I suppose, yeah, were, that makes sense. You know, it's just what everyone wore. But no, if you branched out at all, like I was afraid to wear, like skate shoes, you know, like Vans or uh, DCs or anything like that. I wanted to do so bad because I loved like pop punk music and. That's what they all wore. But I knew if I wore them, because if you, I had to have done it, it was too late. If I just all of a sudden one day, instead of uh, my Nikes or whatever, showed up with Vans, I was going to get made fun of. And I'd have to like change at lunch. I'd have to go home at lunch and
1: switch shoes. Dude, too small of a town. That's what that is. Yeah.
2: That's too small. Now I wear, I got fucking Chuck Taylors right here. Yeah, Yeah, goddamn right. Fuck Look at me now. Yeah. Jay says I
1: bleached my hair like Chester Bennington in 2001 now. I'm bald sad face <laughs> that's, funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, dude, you don't catch up to the trends. Here's what here's what you do Here's my fashion device from the guy who has zero fashion. You got to just be original. That's just it Yeah, don't try to buy labeled name shit. I mean if you do because you like it fine, but if you just be an original Buy things you like because you like them, not because other people tell you you should. And that's fashion, in my opinion. Then you're fashionable.
2: Yeah. yeah I'm
1: with that's that. Cool. That's cool. Exactly. All right. Well, we got to get to this interview here, man, because we got a lot. We got a lot to cover here with Tim Harmson. A little background on Tim here. Tim is a stand-up comedian. Uh, I watched him on he was, he's been on all the shows right I watched him on Letterman he was on Letterman mm-hmm. what else has he been on he's been on Last Comic Standing
2: yeah he was on C I think 2014 I want to say um, but otherwise yeah he's just a hilarious comedian kind of like based out of the Midwest Minneapolis uh, Wisconsin and uh, just hilarious human being
1: funny That's guy yeah, funny guy. Can't wait to talk to him. It's the first time I'm meeting him. Big fan of Low Standards as well. we'll we're going to bring that up, and we're going to be chit-chatting with him. Of, you know, of course, what's he doing comedy-wise nowadays? It's kind of hard to do any kind of comedy, uh, unless you're killing it every day on a podcast. But it'll be interesting to pick his brain, see what a stand-up does here. So, without further ado, let's get to him. Tim. 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 Tim.
0: Tim. How's it going? What's going on, man? Um, I'm doing great. Sorry about the technical problems. I'm not... Uh, I'm almost 90. And I really... <laughs> the, the, um, the gadgets and stuff. My wife's over here setting up a oh, tripod.
1: <laughs> I love it. Oh, wow. Say hello to your wife.
0: I will. I will hello. So... She's um she's so far more advanced on no, all no, the that. podcasting stuff. Um, okay, great. And
2: then you tighten it right
0: there. You tighten it right there. Okay.
2: And
0: on the side here. How does this go in?
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> okay, there it goes. There. Look at that. All Put right.
1: it in there all the way, Surf. Guys, we're having sex. Can you
2: tell? <laughs> you it sounds like it.
1: Stick
2: it in there, <laughs> it in there all the way, tell. All right. Come on. Ah. All Oh, it's your stupid thing on the back of there. We got to go down lower. Oh yeah,
0: sorry. We gotta go down lower. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I love how Let's technical your
1: sex is. It's so
0: <laughs> it's yeah, like clearly not our... flexible sex. Well, you no. should see when we do it at Best Buy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Is that okay? Well, well thank
2: you for let thank you for letting us both watch. We're yeah. both uh, yeah. Yeah, fans yeah. of it. My pleasure. This is great. Yeah.
1: yeah, you look good. You sound good. Everything's great. You're you're good to go.
0: Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm excited to be on the show. I um, I talked a little bit to Cody about it. He said it was real fun. So, and who the hell is uh, Cody? Very very big.
2: Yeah, that's cool who I was just telling you about. So I am. I, I don't think we've even met in person, Tim. But I'm Pike, so I'm the one you've been talking to. That's my friend Sparks yeah. in the middle. Hi Tim. Yeah, so he uh, we we used to work together years ago in in Fargo, and then he went on to uh, well, what Omaha, Vegas. Now you're in Cleveland, Uh and uh, yeah, that's so we ended up doing this podcast. He's been doing it for years, but I just started in like September. Anyway, so So it's a quick. This is
0: emanating from Cleveland,
1: kind of. You know, we're kind of all over it. We've triangulated triangulated the United States. I feel like right here, you're you're a Minneapolis comic, right? You're in Minneapolis right now. Uh,
0: yeah we we're we're typically live in it's a long story but we live in Minnesota and then we live in Wisconsin so and and then Los Angeles then so I'll- we live in in three we we have a like a family cabin that we that's kind of our safe place so we'd like to be there as much as possible but then we're mostly in minneapolis in the summer it's a long story what difference does it make yeah it's fine you know
1: yeah tax evasion whatever you want to call it (laughs) you know that's fine yeah it's
0: perfect perfectly
1: good
0: uh we're we're, we're where the work is you know sure no that's yeah yeah that's exactly it
1: that's awesome and how do
2: you know who's cody pike how do you how do you guys know who's this cody fellow Uh, Cody's my friend who I started the band with. So he lives, uh, he was the one I was telling you about who lives on the border of those three States. And so he knows Tim (laughs) through, you know, what, I guess I don't, you you know, his brother, obviously Mitch, right? That's kind of how you guys guys know each other. Okay. Yeah. So Mitch is Cody's older brother who was a comedian. I'm in Minneapolis and now he's out in LA. Uh, Tim, you could probably tell more about Mitch if you want. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Mitch is, uh, an old, old friend. And then I become friends with all the Hansons, they're, they're the Hanson sure. clan. So, you know, the Hansons of the tri-state region <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> the, right, yeah. you know how it is in the Midwest. There's only sure. a couple of Hansons. Uh, yeah. oh, but, uh, uh, but yeah, we're so yeah. So, so Cody reached out to me and said, uh, you know, told me about your show and said, uh, uh, you're a big Packer fan, and um so I thought there would be some common nice. ground here. <laughs> <I> <laughs>
2: that's a big it. selling point. I like it. Yeah, that's what he told me too. He's <laughs> like, just talk about the Packers. I'm gonna set. <laughs> <right>, great, perfect. <laughs> so Sparks yeah. is a Browns fan, and he'll he'll sit this one out.
0: Hey, that's oh. fine. What do you mean? Ugh, hey, who? All... Ugh, it's the Browns. No, Come I on, mean, no, the I mean, ugh, as in all of us together suffering. Oh just, yes, <laughs> yes. And then just to exactly. like, I feel like the the Browns. I I feel like either of our teams could have won this year <sighs> based on that crap show that the Super Bowl was. So it makes it all that all all that much harder to stomach, you know. So
1: yeah, exactly. It's it's never satisfying when you see such a like a real shitty Super Bowl. you if it's a yeah. gr- great game, you're like, oh, okay, at least it would have been difficult, you know. But when it was like. 9 point what was it 9 points the chiefs nine. got
0: yeah it's uh, awful yeah and it's it's sad when you see Aaron Rodgers win the mvp and then you don't you don't get to see him on the final game of the year it's just like the worst few, it's i don't know how to, and i know you we can't be like super you know as packer fans you always have to be grateful like i've seen two super bowls two super bowl victories and th- you know in my life so that's right no, no offense but that's more than the browns and um <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you know it's yep. just it's just you so i feel ungrateful when i bitch because i bitch and i bitch and i bitch but it's like how do you not surround Rodgers with the best team every year he's amazing and this yeah it never st- – I don't. I get so angry that we – he should have six or seven rings. That's my feeling. He's so good. Honest, and-
2: honestly, he's good enough. It's just, yeah. And, and this year, like, the defense was actually half of a shit worth of a squad. You know, so that's yeah. when the last time we won the Super Bowl, the last time he had a decent defense at all. So I feel like this year, if we could just get there, you know, after that, it's like, okay, well, one game's one game. But just to miss out on even all it's- the – all the freaking hype for the two weeks leading up and I just had to turn everything
0: off because it's just yeah wonderful. me too I got extra drunk for that super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, like, I didn't even I didn't even know I couldn't even add up my squares on the big board I was oh. so drunk, so
1: <laughs> well yeah. you're you're originally from Wisconsin right what part of Wisconsin
0: are you from uh I'm from the western part uh, it's called Menominee, which is over by Eau Claire, Okay. Chippewa Falls over there. If you've ever heard of UW Stout.
1: No, I haven't.
0: No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah, No,
1: I haven't. But um, I know that there's a huge, you're, once you start going like Western Wisconsin, there's got to be a little bit, I mean, you're so close to a big city, right? Minneapolis, St. Paul, to the, To the Twin Cities. There's got to be some sort of, like, bleed over of, like, Twins fans, and then you have, like, Packers fans hating Vikings fans, and then vice versa kind of a thing.
0: Yeah. I'm a big, big Minnesota Wild fan and a Twins fan. I grew up with Kirby Puckett. Sure. And... But my, you know, my dad was from Wisconsin. And so we're, we're Packer fans and that's first and foremost, but yeah, but yeah, I'm a big hockey fan and and we are, we're an hour away from the twin cities. And so that's always been, you know, it's like, you know, it's like people that live um, people that live in Rhode Island or whatever, you know, like you're close to Boston, you're close to, you know, and so it's always been. You know, I'm from Wisconsin, but I feel like I'm from Minnesota, kind of. Sure, if that makes sense. Yeah, man. But yeah, You're right so. on the
1: border, and uh, and you know, hanging out there, going to Twins games, probably growing up, like you said, Kirby Puckett,
2: like just a yeah. just a
1: just a, a legend in his own right. Yeah, of course, you feel oh. a connection. You feel a connection to the city.
2: Prior to the uh, and Tim, you'll remember the the years where he started to go blind and started just. Blindly was grabbing breasts in public bathrooms. Yeah. It was, a, it was a sad, sad time for
0: Minnesota. Yeah. And then he owned a car wash or something. Like he, oh. yeah, Kirby. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't all Kirby. bad then. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think, see, because Kirby Puckett got hit in the eye with a with a fastball. Wasn't yeah. that what happened? Yeah. Yeah, or it was a fastball. Yeah, no, yeah, it was a pitch. I think it was
2: pa- Pedro Martinez.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. That makes it worse. So it was coming um, in. Yeah. It was it, a, coming
2: in hard. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so he, he went, uh, he had macular problems and then it just didn't end the way I, you know, he really, I felt like he, maybe he had CTE or something from that because his behavior got really weird. And um, right. yeah. And then he died really young. And so. I like to bring these nice kind of stories into podcast to cheer it's everybody great. up. It's great. <laughs> died young. <laughs> it's a real tra- tragedy, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: I think, you know, great ending there. Great happy note. It's usually yeah. it's like, but he's a legend in his own right that died young thanks to CT and yeah. brain damage, and he was blind on the way out
2: really really sad and I I was I wasn't in the right either to bring up the blind breast grabbing like that was some sort of joke <laughs> Well too. he did it Because that, that wasn't, wasn't a... funny either
1: Yeah but still no. that was that was like part of his legacy of Kirby Puckett you know there was it, it, it was a weird decline it wasn't your normal yeah. you know Mr. 3000 kind of a thing
0: Yeah and I always no. thought with Kirby if he had live if he had played for the Yankees or the Dodgers he would be in the same breath as DiMaggio and um, Babe Ruth because of how enjoyable he was to watch. Like, yeah. like people love Derek there, but it's like Kirby Puckett to me had ten times the charisma and, and you know, likability that Alex Rodriguez or Jeter had. And, and he also Absolutely. had the stats to back it up. And so I – I'm a huge fan of Kirby. You know, sometimes you just got to give people a, you know, a free pass for, you know, I'm sure he had problems, but, 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 you know, it was fun. Watching the twins was really fun growing up. And, you know, once they got out of the Metrodome, it was even better because the Metrodome was an awful place to um, watch baseball.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It was. Yeah, it was. I I saw a game there once and it was, it was, like, I. what was it? Was it during a Vikings game or was it a Twins game where, like, the ceiling started falling down? Like, the ceiling was collapsing during game.
0: Play. Yeah. That was the <laughs> night. That was the – it actually – it didn't happen during the game. It happened the night before the game. Oh, okay. And they had – yeah, and Fox had their their cameras rolling. I don't know. They'd set up a camera for some reason at night and they ran it through the night and it caught this the whole stadium roof collapsing it's really (laughs) dramatic
2: it was insane
0: yeah and as a packer fan i just was hoping that you know all the viking fans would have been in there just getting (laughs) covered in snow (laughs) (laughs) running for the exits. Oh man, it would be yeah. like a metaphor for their 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 team, really. Yes, you know, and it,
2: it kind of was in a way because if I remember right, it wasn't going very well, so it was like Jesus Christ, even the stadiums giving up, it, it was perfect. And then they end up having to play the game, if you remember, in like Detroit on a Tuesday or something, yeah, kind of insane like yeah. that.
0: Man. Yeah, 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 crazy. D- stuff. T- nothing better than Detroit Tuesday football. <laughs> <laughs> get
1: better <laughs> uh, all right can I switch gears can I talk comedy for for a minute here since you're you know yeah. obviously a comedian and it's a uh it's a weird time for comedy and you're sure. talking about you know where you got got to go where the work is and that's that's comedy I mean that's just kind of where uh, how the game is played how you doing in terms of comedy are you because I I saw you know before the interview I was checking out all your stuff and I was going through some things. I know you've done some zoom stuff, zoom comedy. Have you done any kind of, have you done clubs? Have you tried venturing out? Are you apprehensive about it? Or is it coming back? Or are you still like, dude, I don't, I don't even know.
0: You know, I did the uh, two shows, my first two shows back this last weekend. Yeah. And I almost, as much fun as i had i almost instantly regretted it because i just just to be in a room of you know with a bunch of people without masks on that are laughing and i'll, I'll be i'll be honest i did so well that people were having a lot of aerosol coming out of their mouth <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're like i hope i
1: bomb tonight and it's just crickets and no yeah. one no one yeah, makes a yeah. sound
0: yeah I've, I mean, I think they knew I, but the the cool part from a, like a mental health standpoint was that they needed to laugh a lot. It's so it was a small town in Minnesota and I needed to do that to, to feel good. But at the end of the, like driving home from the gig, I was just like, I don't know. Like, I just don't know if we're ready to open back up because, you know, I, I'd like to think that it's safe and that we're all distant, but I just don't, think i'm gonna take any more shows until i get a vaccine and that's that's the truth of it so i've been i've been painting um you know i've been jumping on construction crews whatever i can do to make money yeah i'm doing but i'm not probably gonna take any more shows until i get a vaccine and hopefully at my age i'll i'll get it soon like i'm almost 50 so i feel like you know that's got to be a couple months away and i can wait that long but yeah but i do think when it when comedy comes back people are gonna be so jacked to go laugh again i really feel it so i'm not worried about a couple months of sitting on the bench yeah um you know and and, then and i don't i do some comedy clubs i do a lot of like special events and corporate things i do some casinos and small theaters and so i you know i don't know how many comedy clubs are going to survive this because how many businesses can just shut off for like a year and not you know and then continue going but um but whatever happens i'll just be super excited to you know tell jokes again yeah yeah so but it's given us it's given like it's get, I, it's funny cuz the two shows I did I did some like pandemic material and people don't want to they don't want to talk about that anymore they want to just get over this and and yeah. I don't blame them.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, I read uh, I read like TV shows even like Sex and the City which I don't care about at all, but if I were to watch it it would be mostly for the sex. And then a little bit of the city and they mentioned they were going to weave in like the pandemic storyline i'm like what who is going to tune in to be like i wonder what the hollywood version of this is you yeah know? the, the shit yeah. you've yeah. gone through if it was just there was a little more bullshit with it let's check this out yeah exactly yeah, yeah.
1: people want that escape yeah. so like you're saying people want they want to check out there was a movie there's a movie on hbo right now it's called the lockdown and my wife was like, hey, what's that about? And I was like, oh, it's, it's about the pandemic or whatever. And she's like, oh, God, no, please, next. Like, get get it out of here. And I was like, I totally, I am right there with you. That is going to be the least watched movie for the next 10 years. Nobody wants to even, like, don't mention it. Don't bring it up, you know, that kind of thing. Like, we are, we're, we're still in it. And a lot of people are now focusing on like, oh, well, the next one that's coming. I'm like, can we get through one? Can we get through one? <laughs> I need to get through one first. What are we doing yeah. here? Oh, the variants and all this. I'm like, ah, no, 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 no. Like, I'm still, I'm yep. in in—I'm in a basement for a year. I feel like uh, Brendan Fraser in that movie,
0: you know, with a bomb sheltered. Christopher Walken yeah. did it. I
1: never saw it. No. Well,
0: I still have I all know. the, I have maybe, like, it seems like time I go out, I pick up a hand sanitizer, so I'll have enough hand sand for the next one. <laughs> Like i guess i find them everywhere you know like in the glove box yeah. and, and there's like four of them stuffed, that you are know, above the visor it's like you know i'll have hand sand but uh it's awesome. yeah let's let's just get over this one
1: i know i know well i was checking out all your stuff pike was you know give me the rundown and everything so i was very excited to talk to you and i would love to how long ago was your spot on letterman because i watched it it was great you had dude what a I, what a <laughs>, laughs you were getting dude I was like so happy for you because it just dude every single line was hitting and i know this is i don't know how long ago it was
0: how long ago did you do letterman i don't, i i don't even know it was a lot it was maybe like 2013 maybe i mean okay. a, i hate i'm embarrassed to say how long ago that was but oh, no um,
1: don't 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 i would be, dude be kidding me you absolutely <laughs> Erupted that room, and it what a what a place to do it. But I was just curious to, to pick your brain about what happens before the show. Does he come in? Does he say hi? Is it like you know, there's a little powwow beforehand? Make sure he doesn't mess up your name. You know what I mean? He's like Tim, yeah, right? Tim. You know, yeah,
0: yeah. I thought that there that that might happen, but it really, at, at, according to the people that the producers and that I talked to, they said that he doesn't really talk to anybody anymore. Like even medium moderate celebrities, like he, at the end of his run, he was just very much come in, get the jokes from the writers, do the show and get out of there. Like he wasn't like kind of hanging around with people. And so what happened was, um, the dressing rooms are on the third floor and, um, you know Chris Evans from um, yeah, what is it? yeah Captain America? Yeah, he was up there. I know Captain America. Yeah, so we were up there, and uh, and but then you know I don't. If you love Letterman, you know all the side characters like Biff Henderson. Sure, yeah, and uh, so yeah, so Biff came up to uh, introduce himself, and I just about crapped my pants. Like oh, I was, yeah, awesome. I, I grew, I grew up with Dave. And, um, so I, I mean, I watched him every night for d- decades and then, sure. uh, so then she so don't really talk to anybody, but the thing that I found cool was that like the, the sound engineer was from Minnesota, grew up in Minneapolis. The, um, the, the, the intern that answered the door when I knocked on the side door, he was a fan from, uh, Minnesota. He was going to college out there. There's a bunch of Minnesota people on the crew and that kind of made it really unique i don't know it made me feel at home and relaxed a little bit more and uh because i was pretty nervous and then um and then when you go out on to do the you go out to do the show the set is really small it looks big on tv but it's very tiny and so uh, i ended up um paul schaefer is like where you could reach out and high five him from where you stand yeah i mean literally like maybe three and a half, four feet away. And so the first joke that I did, the one about the auto insurance, Paul yeah. basically spit out his drink laughing. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I did the thing I could to not look over there and like give him like a, yeah, this is going good then. Right? And uh really gave me a, uh, it gave me a real um, boost, I guess, you know, just yeah. having Paul laugh. Dude. right there. So
1: amazing! You got a spit take from Paul Schaefer. God, that's, yeah that's—I mean—that's just amazing. Yeah, you can you got that forever now.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a good memory. And then I guess the the next night they had Brian Williams from NBC News, on and he was uh, apparently he couldn't stop saying one of my jokes, and he—and the, so the producer emailed me and said, "Yeah, Brian Williams is a big fan." <laughs> so really? Was gonna, oh, wow. <laughs>
2: Dude, wasn't he the one that was like lying, he was lying about being in Iraq or something like yeah, that? Right? Yes. Is he, he's, oh,
0: he's yeah. Like he could have been prize. lying about like, Joe. Ste- yeah. stealing <laughs> jokes. Yeah, right. also-
1: <laughs> then I found out that was his second lie, Pike. His first one was apparently an email yeah. to a yeah late night <laughs> producer, late show producer,
2: I should yeah. say. Yeah. yeah
1: right. Dude, that's awesome. Is that <laughs> one of the more surreal moments you've had like on, like walking out on stage? gotta be because it's one of those things you grow up with and you're like i'm here i did it you know i mean this is the thing yeah so
0: i i I couldn't even um yeah i mean i was so nervous that um it's hard to explain i mean i'm sure it's it's like anybody that gets their first break on you know johnny carson that always used to be the big show or whatever and and so i i was i always wondered like how nervous would i be if i went on person, you know, and, and then I got my shot on Letterman. And that was, I mean, I I was, I don't think I slept the night before. And I was, I was like, but you know, it was like, you do you practice that set that you do you practice it so many times, like literally, you know, I probably did that set every night around Minneapolis for three months. And everyone thought I had a, like a brain injury because you're like, Tim just shows up and does the same stupid jokes for every night. What's going on? Cause I didn't tell anybody, you know, like you never want to shoot yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't tell anybody. And then, and then, um, i didn't even tell my mom and then all of a sudden all these people that old people that had tv guide like started calling my mom like it says tim harpson's gonna be on the show tonight you know my mom calls me and she's like do you have something to tell me (laughs) (laughs) oh that's
1: amazing i can't believe you didn't even tell your mom that's that's I mean, I get it. After, afterwards, you'd be like, guess what I just did? Turn on the TV tonight. You know, I get that. And the pressure kind of going up. It's almost like doing a, a, a show in front of all your friends and family. You, yeah. you don't want to. Yeah, I, I kind of understand that. But to commit to it and go through with it, that's impressive. To not tell
0: anybody in town <laughs> or your mother. Are you kidding
1: me? Like, that's, in, that's amazing.
0: Yeah, I really did commit to that. So uh, I think I told people about an hour before the show aired. So, yeah, wow. Is your mom
2: Tim? Because I listen. You know your your new album or the one that was out what, last year. You, you know you yeah. kind of talk about your, about your mom a lot, and is she's busting your balls about <laughs> like losing weight? I mean, how much of a, a caricature <laughs> yeah. of her, her actual self is? she in your in your material or is that exactly how she is
0: you know she she's uh my mom's canadian and so when she busts my balls it's always in like that sort of nice canadian <laughs> church secretary way <laughs> <laughs> so yeah she definitely is she's uh a part of my act for sure but i don't you know i I'm much more, you know, I'm much more um, shaped as a, by, as a person by her than, and that's where the humor comes from, I think more so. She's very funny. My mom is super funny. And so, um, but yeah, it took me a while to kind of incorporate her into the act because I, you know, it's like your mom, you don't want to hurt her feelings. Yeah. I didn't let her know I did stand up for seven years.
1: Jesus and I was
0: dang, already playing
1: it close to the chest here. <laughs> What is going on? Tim's going to be like, also, I just told my mom I am the mayor and, uh, you know, she has (laughs) a little bit late on her taxes and I haven't had the heart to tell her, but
0: God. Well, it's funny, too, because people would start going out to shows around the cities and they'd be like, they'd call my mom and they'll be like, well, I saw your son on, on stage, we were at this comedy club. And my mom would call me and be like, someone says they saw you at a comedy club. What were you doing at a comedy club?
2: Why would you be there?
0: Yeah. I
2: don't know. I don't
0: know. I must have been someone who looked I like that. me. Oh God, you're like the get, Bruce Wayne of comedy here. Like, what is going on? I was just ashamed. Like, I don't know why... I was ashamed about it, but I was like, I never wanted anyone to know that I swore or, you know, like I, you know, you, you, when you first start, you come up with these premises, you know, they're very unpolished and you're really, you know, peeling off some layers of personality and sometimes, you know, you're doing a joke about you know, I don't know, you know, banging your your first girlfriend or whatever. And so I don't want my mom to hear this, you know, and it's just, you just have thoughts. And and so anyway,
2: I, uh, I I sort of get that because, you know, like doing radio where I was from, like just within my hometown, they would always want to bring up these, like, you know, banging your girlfriend or or just things from growing up. And it's like, there's a pretty good chance that not just her, but her mom is listening as well. So, you know, I don't yeah. want to talk about that. And so now I moved across the country and I'm still doing radio. So I can just like make up whatever the hell I want to talk about, you know, yeah. get into gross detail about everything. It's so it's it's yeah. really nice when, you know, you kind of have that protection of anybody who matters hearing it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And do you, I mean, um, I did a, a podcast one time and I, I think I posted it on Facebook and uh, my mom downloaded it. Like she got an Apple computer and started, you know, being an internet person and she downloaded this podcast and I swore on it. And I said the F word several times and she called me and just gave me like the riot act. And, oh. and I was like, now, you know, I, I did tell you, I did comedy for seven years. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, yeah, you do. I don't, you know, and I'm not filthy. I mean, I know, pike you watch you listen to the my album so i don't think i'm a yes. dirty comic but
2: no no not not at all and maybe you used to be i guess like you mentioned kind of evolving as a comic i'm sure to start it's a lot yeah. of swearing and yeah that's why that's yeah it, it's such a challenge i'm sure to not do that because it seems like that's the low-hanging fruit you know it sparks the yeah. radio too it's just too all that dick and ball stuff it's so easy but those that aren't doing that and are hilarious, like I got mad. It's the
0: hardest
1: that. thing, man. Yeah. Hardest thing in the world. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And you look at the the people that make the most money um, are probably clean comics like Brian Regan and Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, uh, you know, not always, but you know, Seinfeld. It's just, it's just you open up so many more ab- avenues. And 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 again, I'm not. You know, I do a lot of corporate shows where I have to be clean. And, and so it's good practice. But on a Friday night at the club, I'll I'll let the F-bomb go.
1: Yeah, he'll light them up on a Friday night. <laughs> You'll be like, listen, oh, fuck faces. Oh, oh felt so good to get that off my chest. All right, thanks. Yeah. I, pre- I appreciate it. Well, that's amazing. Can I just ask, is, what what religion did you grow up as? Because I hear a lot of Catholicism I like I I am empathizing a hundred thousand percent here. Uh, it, it, what kind of was that a big factor with your mom? Like you got to be clear, or is it just uh, yeah. Canadian?
0: No, it was. We grew up Methodist, but Methodist. It was much Yeah, they like to make you listen. You know, through this thing called confirmation class. And they make you listen to tapes about if you do, you know, XYZ, you're going to go to hell and all this stuff. And so there was a part of that that gets ingrained into you where you don't want to, um, you know, but, you know, I gave that stuff up pretty. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Yeah, there's maybe it's just about decency. I don't know.
1: Well, yeah. And it's, you know, you don't want to offend. Nobody wants to offend their mom. That's like the one person you're like, all right. I just I don't wanna. I get it. You know, on this show. Not saying that. You know, I think this show is try not to be blue, but we're two day we're two guys sitting around talking. You know, you go to a barber shop, you're gonna hear some things too. You know, kind of a thing. But yeah, yeah. I remember my mom checked out this show one time, and she was the same way, crying, and not. <laughs> and it was called. She saw on Instagram. We titled the episode, it was off of a joke. It was called Cut Satan's Dick Off. And she called up, or cut, yeah, cut Satan's dick off. And she was like, how dare you put this out? How could you do this, you know? And I said, you know, well, at least it was was Satan's dick, Mom. It wasn't like it was, if there was anybody who should have it cut off, it was him. Like, what are you doing? Come on, I thought you would be, that didn't go
2: over well. Very upset. You have yeah. no business having a dick. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You don't yeah. want
0: yeah. It's the one yeah, guy. It's not like it's not like it was like, you know, cut uh you know, it's like cut the Dalai Lama's dick off. It wasn't like that.
1: <laughs> we would have gotten more downloads. Damn it, Tim. Yeah. We would have got it. That's that's yeah. yeah. Well what 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 are you doing now? What are you looking forward to? What's the thing Uh, that you're, like, so jazzed up about? You're like, okay, this is it. Like, you know, your life has been obviously disrupted greatly, being in entertainment, just like everybody else in entertainment has really kind of hit it hard here.
0: Yeah, I'll be honest. Like, we, my, you know, it's been a a big year of changes. Um, My wife and I took over the family cabin, and uh, so I've been learning how to, do the trades like drywall and paint. And we're doing carpentry. Now I'm doing all the doors and windows. And, and I know that sounds like super boring, but love it's it. been, yeah, it's been love. kind of like this, this Island of, um, where I, I can just unplug and just do, I love get uh, to be honest, I love getting a 12 pack of beer and and hammer and, um, pound. I got one of those air staplers, you know, like a really nice air stapler and a compressor. Oh yeah. I just love, uh, like, I almost feel like, um, I'm putting this time to use while I'm not working, building this thing and it's just been really fun. So I'm, I'm learning about, you know, floor epoxies and, um, drywall joints and um and just like everything that um you can research on YouTube. We're doing it all ourselves. And so we just installed a gas dryer today. And like you know we're we're doing it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So I don't even give a shit about comedy. Oh, that's great. That's good. It's the it's well it's the house that COVID built. You know what I mean? It's like the house that you're like, ah yeah,
1: the pandemic. We can The fruits of our labor will pay off, you know, because you could be out there. That's awesome.
2: That's great. I I sort of have. Go ahead, buddy. Well, Tim, you're like, you're kind of doing like the big leagues of being a man. But I've just started to, like, for me, getting a hammer in my own, uh, like, level. I don't even have to use an app on my phone anymore. Like, it's kind of been cool. So I'm, like, hanging shit up. And for me, that's, like pretty cool so yeah. we kind of like you can see a guitar back here i'm just mounting shit and hanging up every photo we have because i think so it's so badass for me to
1: you're equating yeah. building a cabin to hanging a picture
2: that's not that's yeah. not equal man oh i i left one part out i also got a stud finder so we're finding like yeah. the proper places to hang yeah. things so
0: yeah it's pretty, pretty next
2: now. level that's so i know what you mean essentially it's pretty
0: great that's where it starts my my wife got me a chainsaw. Um, it it was an electric one from Aldi. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that was a, that was the only joke Dude. I did throughout this pr- broadcast. So. <laughs> oh God, that's amazing.
1: Was it named like something something weird German? Like some weird off brand? Yeah. Like it's. It is, kind of looks like, like Milwaukee, a little bit. You know, it, yeah, it looks I, like the look, colors.
0: Like the, it's like the the, the kraut cutter or something stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's amazing. That's uh oh, that's yeah. unreal, man. Well, hey, I really appreciate you popping on here, Pike. I appreciate you sending this whole thing up. I I thoroughly enjoyed doing. My background and uh, my research on you and the whole thing. I think that, dude, I just think you're just a, a seriously funny guy, but you're also incredibly down to earth. So I, I appreciate it. It's awesome
0: getting to know you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. This was a lot of fun. So, any, and then if you want to talk some f- football, have me back on during Packers season.
2: Oh, my God. Yes. That'd be great. Tim, before you go, I should, I, I, was supposed to mention because Cody, my friend of the band who set it up, he always brings up how you're a fan of our band, first of all, and maybe he's making this all up, so tell me if I'm wrong. But he also said you're a fan of like one of our songs that are called Screw Year's Eve, which we've always said is the yeah. the worst song we ever wrote. Nobody likes it. <laughs> but he always says, Well, Tim Harmston likes it. So <laughs> it kind of legitimizes yeah. the whole thing.
0: Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, I I i i love it i didn't even know you guys were on uh spotify and so i went on there and um and uh i i check i listened to the album on a road trip and you guys are really good and 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 i love i love your live shows i was in fargo and you guys were in fargo so i came over uh across the street um i was working at some hotel and you guys were at the that i was playing fargo and I just came in and just whooped it up. I mean, I was in bad shape the next day. But that was <laughs> – I love catching I you for- guys. Oh,
2: dude. Thanks, man. Yeah. I forgot that you – yeah, you were probably over at the Radisson downtown. Yeah. Uh, and you yeah. came down to the Pickled Parrot, which God bless your soul. Thank yeah. you for doing that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what you guys. Are you guys still, like, touring and stuff or – we just
2: got a few things kind of on the schedule but as you know it's just we'll see right now we've been writing more new music so we've been in the studio we went to this little town in south dakota called scotland and recorded four songs so we're going to be now like this weekend filming a music video and then releasing a single and then probably doing a single every couple months so we got kind of a a cool thing going for the next half a year or so anyway and shooting a music video this weekend
1: you gotta say that, yeah, dude. You're yeah. going. You're flying back, shooting a music video this yeah. weekend.
2: Yeah, bebop into Fargo, rented is... the Fargo theater. You it might be. I don't know if Ben and yeah. there, either performed or seen some comedy, but yeah, yeah we rented the theater yeah. out. We got a pretty badass uh, plan for a video. Great song. So yeah, you have to check us out awesome. on, Twitter, on Spotify. All
1: right, we're here Next to promote month. Tim. God damn it, Pike! What are you doing, <laughs> man? We're here to promote our guest. Yeah, you're, you're right. crushing it. Well, hey Tim, what, what can we plug though for you? I, obviously, I've been throwing up your 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 social media handles here. What what would you like to plug? Anything in particular?
0: Just the uh, just the albums on um, Spotify and um, Pandora. That those are great. I've got two of them up there, so um, that's that would be nice. Or, and they're also on iTunes too. So
1: okay, well there you go. Make sure you're searching Tim oh, Harmston. Hilarious. You are yeah, absolutely hilarious. I love it. I'm going to download those. Check those out for yourself. I'll throw a link in the description below if you want to go check out Tim and his comedy. But you are you're a gentleman and I appreciate you stopping by. And Pike, I appreciate you sending this whole thing up, man. This is great. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you stopping by,
2: Tim. Thank you Cody for yep. doing this. And uh it was a pleasure. It's great to meet you, Tim, or see you, you in person.
0: That's you bet. Take care.
2: Tim Harpson. Oh, what a great human
1: being. Make sure you are jumping on his Twitter. You're following him. He's a funny, funny man. Uh, especially, I you know, I was watching some of his stand-up before the interview. Hilarious. Very funny guy. Very approachable. Does that make sense? Like some some comedians, they fe- you feel like, oh, okay, we get it. You're a goddamn comedian. But he kind of feels like a buddy. You know, he kind of feels no like doubt. a, a yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah, just a funny guy
2: at the party. I listened to uh, his most recent album. He's got multiple albums, like on Spotify, just type Tim Harmston in. But it is a hilarious listen. Throw that on when you're driving or whatever. Yeah, Make him
1: four-tenths of one penny. That'd be great. Yeah, stream it for him.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, but thanks
1: to Tim Harmston for being on. What a wonderful man. Hey, Pike, are you ready for the news that matters?
2: Of course. Oh, That's yes, this big news is too. the news. news that
0: matters. Yes, this is the news that matters. Holy shit! You got big, big news, news
2: too? I got I got a follow up news story, something we've previously had on the show. So yeah, it's all. Oh my god! I, Wait a I'm minute! Excited to share it.
1: Is this is this coincide with the dude I called it here?
2: Potentially, I guess. I, uh, maybe. Is it about stocks? No. Okay. Whew. Good. Whew. Yeah. I we had the same news story. No, no. Different follow-up.
1: Look, we're in episode 364, and I believe it was episode 362, Monday's episode, where we brought up a subject, and that subject was GameStop. I said, hey, Pike, is GameStop going to go back up? Is GameStop going to be a fire pick? Coming back up here, I remember we were like, ah, "Should I buy it for? It's like forty bucks. It's just only 40 bucks. I was on, I was in the bathroom brushing my teeth Sunday night, thinking about the show Monday morning, and I'm, I have my app up, and I'm like, "Hmm, should I just buy a share of GameStop just to get in here? Just to, just to, it's forty bucks. It's not going to kill me. Just one share. Should I do it?" And then I was like, ah, "I'm already an owner of AMC stock." Yeah. That one didn't pay off. Maybe I should just stick to my long term index fund and get out of these whole, you know, fly by the seat of your pants single stock, essentially bets. Right? I don't want to do this. This isn't this isn't what I want. And then I was talking to you after the show Monday. I was like, hey man, Wall Street bets are coming back. Keith Gill had just testified to Congress. He said he likes the stock. He actually doubled down on the shares. Now, you got these meme stocks. I feel like another breath of life is coming back into it. People are still holding the bag when they bought it at $350 a share. They're obviously going to be promoting and trying to circulate the news to buy
2: some GameStop. I feel like it's coming back. I feel like it's going to come back. Yesterday, Pike. I paid very little attention, but uh, yes, that sounds like it might be coming back. Well, yesterday, Pike, GameStop surges...
1: Over 100%. They have to halt trading yet again. Oh, yeah. Away. Yeah. And now in futures, it's up over 67% again as of this morning, before the market opens here in, a, in about a half hour as we're taping this show. So we're looking at a 167% increase from yesterday.
2: Well, what the hell? Damn it!
1: Damn it!
2: (laughs) Yeah, your 40 bucks I'll be looking all right right now.
1: Yeah, I'd be up over. I'd be like, uh, I can't remember what it is. Here, I'll just check right now. I'll just check to see what what it's looking at. GameStop. 120 bucks or something, right? GME stock. No, it's over 100
2: bucks. $168 as of last night. Sure, sure. I meant your 40 bucks that you were oh, potentially yeah. going to.
1: Oh, I see what you mean. Yes, yes, yes. Isn't that nuts? And now they're all saying, ins- oh, yeah, dude, this could be this could be uh, blah, 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 start to ride up again. So
2: is it dude? I called it. I think it might be dude. I called it. I mean, yeah, I guess. But it's not guess the most insane <laughs> I called it. No, not at all. Keith do you want me Gill, to give, do you, want me to give you more credit?
1: No, I don't deserve any credit. I was, just, I was just trying to read what other people were posting. So, no. <laughs> you know what? Take the dude I called away from me. That's fine. That's fine. But we can take AMC stocks are now going up as well. I think they had a 15% increase. I'm probably wrong on that number, but they had a 15% increase over... Yesterday as well, so I'm holding I'm holding the bag on two hundred dollars worth of AMC stock That's what I bought and uh, not good still in the red on AMC I just wanted to be part of it. I just want to be a part of it So look if you're ever thinking about investing one talk to a financial professional. We're not financial professionals This is an entertainment podcast and I say this mostly every time so you don't sue us two uh don't invest in single stocks unless it's disposable money, unless you just want to do it for fun. Because it's essentially putting money on the roulette wheel
2: and, and seeing where that ball drops. That's It just what I mean, it's it a is. little slower is the nice thing. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's not it's like a, a yeah. That's you true. set it down, they take it, then you walk away, and you go, fuck, what am I going to eat now? Yeah. That's,
1: I've had that. I was at a bachelor party, and I was like, all right, my budget for this is $150 tonight for gambling money. That's my gambling. Yeah. And I lost it in under two minutes at the beginning of the night.
2: And I was like, this is an awful bachelor party. This is the worst. I hate it. (laughs) I want to go home. Yeah. I've been there first night in Vegas many times. Oh, this is my budget for the whole trip. (laughs) And like we're at the first table at the first casino. It's like, oh, okay. Well, what else is there to do in Vegas? Yeah.
1: Bah. Oh, boy. I don't uh, want to buy a $20 beer either.
2: So, <laughs>
1: shit. Uh, <class. sighs> I don't know what I'm going to do. So, if you're thinking about investing in stocks, we're going to cover this in depth coming on up here. But what do I always tell you, Pike? What do I always say about when, when I'm talking about the stock market? What's the best? What, mathematically, what is the best bang for your buck? Which specific stock? No. Opposite. Index funds.
2: Low oh, yeah, cost yeah, yeah, yeah. Di- index di- funds. Right. A more diversified portfolio. A little yes. l- put little drops in several different buckets.
1: Yes. Exactly. All you gotta do is go to a index fund. There's a couple that I use personally. You can you don't have to get they have ETFs, which stands for electronic traded fund, I believe is what it is. And so you don't need a certain set dollar amount in order to follow these indexes, right? Normally, like with Vanguard, you'd need $3,000 or $10,000 to invest to get into these index funds. Well, now they have ETFs that follow those index funds. So it's essentially the same exact thing. So it's nice. So yeah, because in a pandemic, first of all, nobody knows what's gonna happen with the stock market. Nobody knows anything what's gonna happen with GameStop or AMC or Microsoft or ExxonMobil or any of this nonsense. Nobody knows anything. So What you do to mitigate your risk is you exactly right, Pike. You diversify. That's what you do. You put Your money in all these little buckets. Well, the best way to diversify is to literally put your money into every single bucket in the stock market because Who knows? A pandemic can hit and then AMC movie theaters can't open because nobody can go see a movie. However, Zoom explodes because everyone's on Zoom chit-chatting. So if you had all your money in AMC, you're screwed. If you had all your money into Zoom, you were doing great. But who knows when that's going to flip-flop or who knows when that's going to even out. But if you had a little bit in AMC and a little bit in Zoom, that's already evened out. And what it is is We're going to get to the 4% rule here on the show. I'll talk about that. There's uh, the FIRE community, the financial independence retire early community. They love this index fund investing. They love the 4% rule. We'll get to that here more in depth. I don't want to take up too much of your time. So when I talk on this show about... Individual stocks, just know that that's disposable income and it's essentially gambling. And I would never, ever recommend, first of all, I would never recommend anything I say. I would talk to a financial professional. That's, again, covering my ass here because I really don't want to get sued. Uh, but I would also not recommend putting it into single stocks unless you consider that that's freebie money. You know what I mean? Kind of, uh, Because you're putting yourself, you're hanging yourself out there for a lot of risk. It depends on your risk tolerance, but.
2: But that's exciting. And if that's what you want to do, like, uh, if it were to be equated to gambling, which I like to do, um, you know, the safe way would be playing a, a $2 hand uh, on five different spots on the table. It's like, well, yeah, you might win two of them. You might win all of them. Yeah, you might win none of them. But how exciting is that? Not really. <laughs> Why don't we just put 100 bucks on one hand? All No! Nothing, you know? No! That's awful! That's the— <laughs> I think that's more fun. And hey, listen, you're just going to die anyway. So what the hell? All right. If we're going to talk finances on the show, you can't
1: just, your motto can't be, we're going to die anyway. That's the worst (laughs) financial podcast I've ever heard in my life. You know what? We're going to die anyway. Just blow all your cash and be homeless here by next month. (laughs) It'd be a great month, but in 30 years, you're going to be, that's the opposite of what we're trying to preach.
2: Opposite. Or you could be rich. Don't be pike if you had a 50 don't be if pike. you had a coin that one side of it you would be homeless the other side you'd be rich beyond your imagination would you flip that coin no because you're
1: equating it to a 50 50 chance which is absolutely not the odds are no,
2: no. astronomically not in your favor in my scenario which was made up uh, <laughs> it is 50 fifty so why don't you play along no wonder those kids brought you to that movie theater to spit shit at you you're not even you rolling a 12 sided die here.
1: You're rolling like a uh, 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 six-six six million to one die. And you're rolling it going, oh, what's it gonna land on? I hope it's my number. And then you're like, no. <laughs> you're fucking yourself out of all your money. That's what you're doing. Don't do that. Do not do that. Pike has no financial experience, zero clout in any kind of financial community.
2: Don't listen, listen. to him. I get paid every two weeks. <laughs> I know I know finance, all right? I'm a money guy. <laughs> Golly. All right, what do you got, Pike? I'm finished. A follow-up to a new story that we talked about a couple weeks ago, and I'm so excited to have seen this story because I've been thinking about it ever since. Like, what the fuck? What happened? Why did Bruce Springsteen get charged with the DUI? Remember we talked about that? Yeah, because you had it told was unjust. Me, it, it was bullshit. It just didn't add up because that next morning you, you had the story that turns out he just had a shot with a, a fan off of his motorcycle, got on the motorcycle, drove away, and he only blew, what, 0.02? Yeah. Which is, um, that's hardly anything. You know what I mean? That's like a, a shot of NyQuil. You're not even, well, you're not legally drunk till 0.08, correct? Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, Turns out they've dropped the DUI charges. They ended up what they ended up giving him uh, drinking in a federal park. You know you can't just drink in a park, and so he got a four hundred fifty dollar or five hundred and forty dollar fine. The judge asked him uh, how long he needed to pay it. He said, "I think I can pay that immediately." <laughs> and uh, nice. So it shouldn't be an issue. Shouldn't be an issue. Yeah, uh, yeah. So they dropped it. Which it's now Jeep who immediately took that commercial off the air. Before, so they could find the facts, uh, they're putting that back on. It's already on, it's already on TV again.
1: You damn right, so, it should be on the goddamn boss. But how the hell?
2: You
1: not know, give him a the benefit
2: of the more? doubt. Come on, man. Who's writing that ticket? Going, well, it was only a 0.02. I mean, unbelievable, right?
1: Broke and ass, the, the damn damaged- city of, I, I, where's he from? He's from. I know, like, Asbury Park. Yeah, Jersey. What was the name of the town in Jersey?
2: It's... I mean, Asbury Park is... Oh, was it... You know where it was? Was uh, Wasn't it in... uh, Sandy Hook? That's right. Sandy Hook. Those broke-ass... That police
1: department needs some cash, dude. So they're like, you know who we can get? Fucking Bruce Springsteen right over there. Look at him. I saw him. We need to meet That that quota. All the cops say that there's no quota, but it's kind of like, ah, it feels like there's a quota. feels like you got to make those monthly budgets. And then they're like, oh, we make our money off of property taxes or whatever. That's it. And I'm like, ah, kind of feels like everybody's out near a certain time of the month
2: that everyone's writing tickets. Yeah. First day on the job, they're like, hey, listen, uh, people are going to ask you about the quota. Uh, There is a quota, uh, no doubt, but you're going to tell them there's not. So Correct. that's how we do it here. Yeah, the, that's how we was, have to do it. Okay. Right, right.
1: Yeah. And by the way, if cops just want you to slow down for the safety of other citizens and other residents, why don't they just park their car next to the freeway? Because everyone jams on their brakes when you're driving by them. That slows everyone down. You don't have to write a ticket. Everyone's slowing down because they see you,
2: you know? Yeah, there should be just, <laughs> just prop police cars everywhere. That's Some it. are real. All you need is one of them to be real for everybody to go well, I'm not gonna risk it that could be that's either a pretend car or a real one yeah, you don't know you don't know
1: by the way, they've done a ton of studies on this speed is not what kills people in car accidents it's actually Two things, road conditions, which, yes, I know you're saying, oh, well, well, if you're speeding when it's fucking snowing out, da, 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 most people don't speed when it's snowing out. Two, uh, being slow is what kills because most vehicle accidents are from people going too slow, the people behind them going fast or the speed limit. It's the lane change that kills people. So if you're accelerating. And, and the blunt force trauma. Oh, definitely this. <laughs> That plays a part. But when you when you change lanes, that's the highest percentage of an accident. That's usually oh. when it happens, is when you're getting out of your lane and people change lanes because the car in front of them isn't going the speed that they are. So what they'll do is they'll try to pass. So it's the passing that kills people.
2: Salute. Salute. You see I what I mean? Sneezed. You know yeah, what I mean? I know. I know what you mean. Dude, the interstate that I take to work. It's an absolute death trap. The other day, a jeep fell off of the interstate, like, and it's like one of these, you know, it was quite a fall. He, they didn't die, amazingly, but uh yeah, somebody somebody switched lanes and rammed this jeep, and the jeep flipped over the edge. Jesus Christ! It's insane. I know. Uh, but yeah, no, it's nuts. People flying in and out, like fucking crazy. Yeah, it's
1: oh. that flying in and out that's gonna get people killed. If they just had one lane where they went as fast as they want, and this lane where you don't go as fast, and this lane where you go slow as fuck, and everyone abides by that, you'll be fine. That's what the Autobahn is in Germany. Well, that's what it's supposed to be, right? That's
2: it. They invented it. Follow them. They've done the research. Yeah. But it's these fast, the guys that are going like kind of fast that are in the fast lane, but then the guys that want to go super duper fast, so then they, they use every lane. You know, they're literally just every opening they see. It's like, vroom, vroom, vroom. those assholes are the ones yep. killing people.
1: Yep. Dude, I almost saw an accident. A guy cut over five lanes, traffic, in front of me, went around. I was in the middle lane. like One of the middle lanes. It's five lanes wide. One of the middle lanes, he comes up over 100 miles an hour behind me, gets over two lanes Then cuts back all the way from the far left, all the way to the far right, into the shoulder. He's using a shoulder. Well, he didn't see that it said one of those signs that's like, you know, men at work entering work construction zone. Was in the shoulder. Parked there. So now he's going 100 miles an hour back to it. He has to go 120 miles an hour to get in front of the car in the slow lane before he crashes into the thing. He starts going sideways. Luckily, he recovers and continues on. I was like, "Jesus, we almost just saw,
2: we almost just saw a horrific accident. It was that close." What's going on? Like, I, I, I wish I knew. If like, there's an absolute emergency. Yeah, my wife always says diarrhea. That's what my wife ah, probably got diarrhea. <laughs> That's what she says. That's my wife's joke. Then it's just, it's absolute justice. Justified then Exactly exactly. I'm
1: finished Well shout out to the boss for redeeming yourself That's it for the show Our thanks to Tim Harmston for being on today We absolutely appreciate him Uh, Tomorrow
2: Pike What You're not on You're not here Nope Another vacation day burnt
1: Greg Salerno I know you don't have that many left here on the old spark show (laughs) You get two vacation days a year. That's it. That's all you
2: get. <laughs> oh, I have sorry. to start using my uh, quote, sick days. Sick days are different because
1: you have, you have an endless amount of sick days. Oh, perfect. Yeah. You
2: only get two vacation well, days, I'll... but you can get sick a lot. <laughs> well, Greg will be uh, great. Greg will be great. Maybe so- I'll watch.
1: Five on Friday. Tomorrow should be a fun one. Make sure you're following this non-financial planner slash great and very, very, very sickly man. I don't know. He seems like he's going to get sick a lot in the future. At Pike Taylor Radio on all social media. I am at Sparks Radio on all social media. Go and jump on Instagram because that's where I'm giving out $100. And it's really easy if you want it. The winner, I will Venmo, Cash App. Zell, whatever the fuck they're called now. There's 9 million of them. We're going to send you some cash thanks to the government. Cause it's part of my stimulus money I'm giving out. So that's it. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Tell a friend. We appreciate you being here. Any last words, Pike? Oh, I just hope
2: everybody has a fine weekend. Yeah, keep rubbing it in because you're already done. Those over motherfuckers. Now get out of here.